Alright, welcome back to another episode of Riding the Wall. Chad and Justin. Um, we're back. Yeah, we're back for another week, another round of racing. Getting ready for the Roval, an elimination race. Yeah, but, uh, that'll be a good change of pace from what they just come off of. Yeah. So. Yeah, Talladega. That, uh, that was an interesting one. We had a lot of stuff. From Kevin Harvick getting disqualified to the fight in the truck series. I don't know yeah, if you've seen Matt that. Matt Crafton and What do you think about Suarez. that? Or Sanchez. Yeah, Sanchez, yeah, Sanchez. my bad. <laughs> <laughs> Easy mistake. Yeah. So, no, I mean, I don't know. I didn't, I don't know what led up to it. I didn't dig that deep into it. I've seen the video. You know, I wish the video would have started 30 seconds before it did. Yeah. Because, you know, Sanchez is saying he was sucker punched and Crafton's obviously saying he didn't. He was looking him square in the face when he did it but he said you know when sanchez said you know i'll kill you or something like that he said you're putting a clear threat to me you know it's fair game once you do that mm -hmm. you know so the thing i don't like about it is is it's a 44 year old man and a 22 year old kid you know i mean they're both adults so it is what it is but i will say not knowing the details of it, sometimes these kids need to be taught a little respect that way. You know, that's just, I'm not saying it was right or it was wrong. I wasn't there, and I, obviously there's not a video that shows the whole story. But more times than not, some, some of these kids out there need to be taught like the, the way they used to get taught. <laughs> Right, and <laughs> guess, old school is better. Right, I mean you'll you'll remember it more. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> and I've 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 been taught pretty similar to that. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Growing up, so mm -hmm. yeah, you you tend to remember it clicks in your head a little bit more when you're out there on the track next time. Oh, I better not do that. Oh, or, yeah, yeah. You remember you remember which drivers have a short temper and which ones which ones don't have a temper at all. You know, and and you know who you can get by with things like that around well it's there's a certain level and we've talked about this mm -hmm. over the last year as well but there's there's there used to be a driver's code and it's it's went away yeah so that doesn't mean that there's not drivers out there that still believe in that code so when you run into one of these drivers that do you're going to get that code mm -hmm. yeah they're <laughs> going to enforce it <laughs> And, and I'm like you, I didn't see, I mean, I seen the, the wreck right before it happened. It was kind of hard to tell if, if um, I don't remember who was in whose spot. I think, I think Crafton was on the outside and Sanchez was coming up the inside. And, and it is hard to tell if Crafton went down on Sanchez or Sanchez came up on Crafton. I don't know. And, you know, like you said, I wish the video on the fight had started a thirty little bit seconds, sooner. Yeah, a minute, thirty seconds. But um, let me ask you this: Was it dirty of Sanchez? <laughs> I see think? what you did there. <laughs> I mean, that was a dirty Sanchez. I do believe, yes. <laughs> you know, that was that was kind of my when I was reading these stories and everything like that. I was like, that's that's perfect. I mean, he he just. He just developed his nickname for yep. the rest of his career. I'm dirty. Dirty Sanchez, you know. But put that that's, on a, Put that on a t-shirt, you know. I'm sure he'll sell out. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
But I think, as far as the fight goes, I think, um, I know, I kind of along the opinion that you had, it's a 44-year-old man versus a 22-year-old kid, and I've seen a lot of, seen a lot of things on, on social media and stuff saying that that's just not right for an old man to be punching on a kid like that and, and blah, blah, blah. But here's the way I see it. If you want to be an adult out there on that racetrack, then there are adult consequences when you come off of that racetrack. And you better be able to defend your actions of what you did out there. Whether, whether they were right or wrong, you better be ready to defend them when you get out of the truck. You know, because the emotions that are on the track don't just stop when they come to the pits. It, it boils over a lot of times. And, we, and we've seen that throughout yeah, the years. I mean, everywhere from NASCAR tracks to the local to the local short track, you know. Those emotions boil over, and once some of these drivers, they reach that point, there's no stopping them until they punch somebody in the nose. And Well, and what Sanchez probably don't realize is what a favor he just did him for the rest of his career. You know, uh, he will remember. You know, if, if it was Sanchez's fault out there on the track, he'll remember that next time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just just like they, the old saying, you know, sometimes you got to touch the stove to to yeah. learn. You mm-hmm. know, that's what he just did. He touched the stove and he got burnt. Yeah. Um, my big, you know, probably the worst thing that came out of this was, I don't know, kind of up in there on this too, but Sanchez's mom and dad got involved. You know, Sanchez's okay. mom put something out on social media, on Facebook, about how he was sucker punched, how, you know, he should be charged with assault, all the, all Prove this, it. right, all this other stuff, you know, and Sanchez's dad swung at Crafton mm-hmm. during the fight, you know, when, after it all happened. Now, the penalties that came out of this was Crafton was fined $25,000. Sanchez was fined five thousand for saying "I'll effing kill you." Um, Sanchez's dad has been suspended from every race left this season, which is like two races, one or two. Yeah, but he's not allowed because of his participation in it. Now, I'm a dad. You're a dad. Mm-hmm. I would I would defend my son. Yes, hands down. Yes. Anytime. You know what I'm saying? But I can't say I wouldn't have done what Dirty's dad did, you know? Right. I can't say I wouldn't have if I was in that spot with one of my sons. But I think when you get to that level, you need to be, you don't need to be in a pit area. You don't need to be, you need to be hands off. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to let them grow up. Right. But there's also that fact of, I would want my, I'd want my dad there if that's, you know, in the, in my pit area, you know, stuff like that. I would want my dad with me to enjoy all this and Mm -hmm. to give me that knowledge and, you know, you know what I'm saying? I would want my dad with me, but there has to be some kind of separation there because that's going to happen. 
when you get family involved, whether it's your brother, your best friend, your dad, your father-in-law, son-in-law, you know, you're going, you're always going to defend them whether they're right or wrong. Right. You're going to have their back. So I don't, I don't really know how NASCAR can handle something like that, but yeah. And it's tough. And, and I, I agree with you as far as that goes, you know, if, if, if my son was out there racing and, and, you know, Eric is just a, a year or two older than, than dirty. Um, so yes, if there was a, a guy my age out there throwing punches at him, it's going to be hard for me to stand there and just let it happen. Right. You know, um, but being at that level and seeing, knowing what I know about racing, I'm not totally, I'm not totally ignorant to all this stuff in racing. Right. So when something like that happens on the track, my first instinct is grab a weapon, boys, because it might get dirty. You may not need them, but at least you got them if you need them. Um, and that's just the mantra that I've always had in when something like that goes down. Know where something is to grab if you need it because this this could get ugly. But at that level, Dad don't need to get involved because he's got a crew. He's got a crew of about however many people. Right. You know, that's where the crew needs to know that, hey, this could get dirty, it could get ugly. We need to... We need to stay with him until he's in a safe area so nothing happens. Maybe Dad should have pointed out, hey, watch him. You know, watch him. Or maybe they wouldn't watch him, and that's why Dad was right there around it. I don't know the situation right. around Right, we don't it, know but, him personally, and we don't know the situation. Right, and and like you said, you know, if, if they're not around and there's somebody twice his age punching him in the face, you know, it's, it's going to be hard for me to not do that. But Right. So let me ask you this. Do you think fines and penalties are appropriate? for a post-race fight no okay yeah i mean it happened you know it is what it is i mean i've said it before you know the what the way to hurt somebody the most is hit them in the wallet you Mm -hmm. know but that's not if i'm a passionate driver i've i've spent my whole life working towards this career and i get in that moment I'll probably pay five grand to hit you in the face if I'm that pissed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're not going to, you're not going to detour it any, you know, they're not going to be like, Oh, so mad. I could, I could beat this guy to death. Oh, well, I don't want to pay 2,500 bucks. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to not do it. So I don't have to pay the five grand, you know? I mean, I think it's more or less, it's like a, we have to do something, so we're going to find them. We can't change it. It already happened. We can't suspend them because they're, they're both in the championship race. Well, yeah, you can. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. That'll hurt. That'll probably hurt them a lot more than the oh, money. yeah, that'd hurt know? them a whole lot more. But, but you're penalizing the owners, the manufacturers, the pit crews, everybody else, too. Yeah. You, you take that championship bonus away from either one of them. And that, and that title the possibility of getting that title. Mm-hmm. I agree with you that I don't think fines should happen for the post-race activity, but I do believe that it should be unified across the board. You know, I mean, I don't remember Ross Chastain or Noah Gregson getting... Or Bubba Wallace. Or Bubba Wallace getting a penalty. Or 
whoever, you know. I, I mean, they put their hands on each other, so. Yeah, I mean, you're pushing, that's the same as a punch. Yeah, just because blood wasn't drawn don't mean it was okay. Yeah, so I think, you know, if you're not going to find these guys for it, you shouldn't find anybody for it, you know I mean? Guys that are making less money. Yeah. I mean, I'm never, I'm not the one to say violence is the answer, because it's not. But sometimes a good punch in the nose is warranted, you know? Right. And and that's that's the lesson, but, like you said, that some of these kids need to have. Because just, yeah, you're driving a truck or a car or whatever on that track. Don't mean you can go out there and just plow people wherever and whenever. There's repercussions. And I'd be more willing to say that if you ask Dirty in 18 years when he's 40 years old about this situation... I'd be willing to put a paycheck on it that he'd say, I had it coming. You know, yeah. I deserved it back then. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Because I reflect on things like that. At the time, I'm mad or nil. Mm -hmm. But when I reflect on things and mature and accept some accountability... I realize, yeah, I probably deserved that. And I'm sure that Dirty would feel the same way. I agree with that. What did you uh <clears throat> what did you think about the the shake and bake, the priest and briscoe paint schemes? I liked it. I I just expected to see them up front one and two. Yeah. With you know, I didn't see no slingshot and gauge or I was I was waiting like that. for that. You know, I was watching the whole time, seeing where they were and, and hoping that they would pair up and, but, and get a little Ricky Bobby and Cal Naughton action going yeah, on. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah, I only seen it one time. It was kind of late in the race, and it was uh, Briscoe was in front of Priest, so I thought, that's just that just don't look right. But right. It is what it is, but it was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was pretty cool to see it. Um, I was glad to see it on a couple Fords. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you remember year, a few years back, Kurt Busch had the, had the me car, remember? He had the Karen, the mountain lion on the hood. Oh yes, yeah, and I remember. You remember? That. Yeah, I, I mean, so that. it was pretty cool to see something come back. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just, I'm waiting for the time that somebody's got the balls enough to put, uh, John Pierre's car out there during Talladega. <laughs> <laughs> see who's driving that one. Yeah, see who's driving it. You know, it, it'd be. But I, I mean, I'd like to see. All three of them cars on the track at the same time. Yeah, it would know? be pretty cool. Uh, Jean-Pierre, Ricky Bobby, and Cal Naughton's car out there at the same time. That'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, that would be pretty fun. Um, so, Blaney wins. Finally got you a Ford winning. In the... I told you it's coming. You still need four more. Right. In, what, Six five? races. Five four, races. Three, four, five races. Yeah. So, four out of five. That's I think I think we'll have it this weekend. You think so? Yeah. You think Ford's going to do it? What about Vegas? It's a Chevy track now. No. No. <laughs> oh. I've, I've got a Ford already set. Ford at that. Vegas, too, huh? Yeah. I'll tell you who's going to win Vegas. Who's going to win Vegas? Lugano. You think so? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. I've got him penciled in somewhere else. But it wouldn't surprise me if Busher didn't win Vegas, either. He's he's that Busher's, good this year. Yeah, Busher's... This year, he's capable of winning anywhere. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to get interesting. But I'll be honest with you. I've got, right now, what I've got 
shit at uh, Roval. I've got a Ford winning. This is fantasy wise. Okay. So, but this is what I believe too. Mm-hmm. Charlotte, Roval, I've got a Ford winning. Vegas, I've got a Ford winning. Homestead, I get a Chevy winning. Martinsville, I've got a Chevy winning. And Phoenix, I got a Ford winning. Hmm. I see. I think I don't. I, I don't know. Originally, I've got penciled in at the Roval is a Chevy, but I just don't know if I'm going to stick with that. I'm looking at putting Ford in that place. <laughs> at Vegas, I've got a Chevy. Homestead, a Ford. Martinsville, I've got a Toyota, and at Phoenix, I've got a Chevy. So, that's uh, that's just penciled in. Nothing, you know. Obviously, it's subject to change. And I'm I'm pretty confident in everything except for this Roval. I don't really know. It's really the only uh, abnormal track left in the schedule. Yeah. So I mean, it's a and well, and it's not even a normal road course. And it's not even a normal oval. Yeah. It's it's a hybrid. You mm-hmm. know, it's a mutt. And well, I can go ahead and say it. This ain't coming out till Thursday after all the picks are in. But at the Roval right now, I'm leaning towards either a Ross Chastain or a Suarez. Because of who I've got available, I think that might be my best option. But I don't know. I might. I'm I might. Not. I might pencil in Logano at the Roval. Yeah. Now see, I. I've got Busher at the Roval. And I like that pick. I like that, but I've already burned him. Well, and had I, I not burned him. I, I probably would use. Him. I had penciled Maybe. in. I had penciled in Bowman or McDowell, but. Everybody listens to the show, and everybody that's in our NASCAR league knows how my luck has went. You know, so I'm nine weeks straight now of twenty fifth, twenty three, twenty third place, a twenty fifth place, and seven races in the thirties. So that's you need to try to start picking the last place person from now on. You think so? To, yeah, I can I do mean, that easy. Do something. You need, you so, need <laughs> <laughs> so, so this week, I, you know, I, I filled out my, my chase board three months ago, mm-hmm. you know, I penciled in who I wanted to these races. So this is the first race in the chase that I've strayed away from those numbers. And I, and I have to, you know, to try to break this cycle of bad luck. So that's how I ended up with Busher and I'm not. I'm not ashamed of that. You know, right. Busher's a good pick to yeah, have. Yeah, it's so. a pretty damn good pick. I just, I don't know. I was looking at it today, and I had a few new people pop into my head thinking Logano does pretty good, Bowman. Um, there was somebody else. But I don't, I don't remember. I might even take Kyle Bush. I've had him penciled in somewhere else, but, you know... All three of them don't do bad at this track with this car. So I may change up what I've got. I don't know. I keep thinking that today's Thursday. I was looking at it earlier like, oh, i got to get my pick in today. And then I remembered it was not. It was Wednesday. So I still got some time. So yeah, yeah. I may change it. Well, Scott, HR Scotty, he, he sent me his pick yesterday. And I was surprised. Not by who he chose, but surprised that he sent me his pick that soon. Yeah. And I was like, I just looked at it, you know, went on about my day. About 20 minutes later, he texted me back, scratch that. Uh Uh-oh. I'll let you know before 7 p.m. Thursday. (laughs) 
I might not go with that pig. I was like, <laughs> he's gonna go with that. He's scared that you're gonna tell me is what it is. And I was like, no, oh, well, he knows better than that. Uh, he you should. Know, but, I know. <laughs> but you know, it's a. Uh, it's getting to everybody, you know. Scotty's up there in first place right now, so I mean, I I can promise you, his mind is constantly oh, yeah. turning. I you know, it. I mean, it's probably turning more playing defense than it is when he's in second or less. You know, when he's trying to gain points. Yeah. So. Well, he's he's got a he's got a little bundle of people right here behind him that are just. We're looking at Scott now, kind of like what we were looking at Hunter earlier in the year. Like oh that he's been up there for a little yeah, while the now. First like, half of time. the year, yeah. I feel like it was more than that. I yeah, feel like it's been was. like a year and a half, going on three years or something like that. That Hunter was in the top spot, but Hunter finally got back up above me after this Talladega fiasco, and that kind of makes me a little. So just to give our listeners, people that aren't in the fantasy league, an idea of what we got here. Scott is in first place with seventy-one points. Mm-hmm. I'm at the complete opposite end of the board <laughs> in twenty-sixth place. Yeah. With 184 points. So he's 113 points ahead of me mm-hmm. in six races. Five races. Yeah. Right. Five races. That's how bad my year's been. Uh, but, I mean, er- everybody's doing pretty well. I mean, we've got, I mean, it's a close points race yeah. right now in, in the Fantasy League. So and Talladega just really just bunched everybody up. And I, and I think it's going to spread a few out, too. Yeah. You know, so... Well, I was I was hoping to get through Talladega, and I was hoping that my guy would finish the race, but he didn't, you know. Um, I went with Keselowski, and I think had he not gotten caught up in that accident, I think he, he might have had something there at the end. You mean had he, I not picked him? Had you not picked him, yeah. <laughs> I went with the, you and Mama Lou picked him, and me, and that, that should have told me something. But, you know, I feel but, like, I feel like shit. Because I turned, <laughs> I turned my picks in, you know, I turned my picks in on Tuesday to three different people in the group. And then, you know, anytime between, hell, some people send them to me on Mondays, you mm-hmm. know. And when I send, when I send my pick out and then, I, I, you know, all these, you know, innocent bystanders are getting taken <laughs> out because mom sends me a message and you send me a message and... You know, all these people are sending me who I know already sent in. I just feel like shit because it's like you just want to scream to them and be like, you don't take him. I took him, you know, because right. you're going to get the bad luck. Yep. <laughs> yep. Exactly what hap- what's happening to you this year is what happened to me last year, and it, it, it sucks. I mean, it's like you get to this point where you just you just have to laugh and be like, well... Is what it is. I mean, I'm, I'm. Which driver am I gonna jinx this week? You know, yeah, and that's where I'm at. Yeah, I understand. It's not a good place to be either. You no, know? but I just laugh about it. Yeah. Now. Well, I mean, you get to a certain point where, once you know you can't win, then then you just that's all you can do is laugh yeah, about it. You're just along for the ride. Yeah. But um, what do you think about the going back to Talladega? What do you think about the Harvick deal? I know we talked about this just a little while ago. but Yeah. Uh, I hate it for the four team. I hate it for Stuart Haas because, I mean, Kevin and the crew did a great job mm-hmm. Sunday. Um, and this is last year, you know. Uh, I just I was happy to see him get a second place. I'd have loved to see him get a first place. But I guess it's just the way the cookie crumbles sometimes, you know. Um, 
I know on uh, Danny Hamlin's podcast, he'd made a comment that he was glad that NASCAR played it fair and kept it legit. And, and it, when I first started reading, I'm like, dude, don't be talking shit about my four team, you know? Right. I, I kind of was feeling defensive inside. Mm-hmm. But he was right as far as, you know, like last year when him and Kyle Busch got nailed on the tape on the nose of their car, it was minute. But, and they were stripped of a first and second place. Um, you got, you know, and that's what we wanted NASCAR to do was to keep it fair across the board when they set that standard. And that's what they're doing. Um, but on the same side, what, what the penalty was is he had windshield screws. Some, some had rattled out. I don't know how many, uh, right. but other ones were loose and, um, I get what Rodney Childers is saying too. He said, my team put silicone on the threads and silicone over the screw caps. What else was we supposed to do? Right. I get that. Because mm-hmm. what else are they supposed to do? Ain't you know, you I really mean, can do it sounds that. to me it's just bad luck. They didn't place them there loose, mm-hmm. you know, so... Yeah. Because, I mean, believe me, those guys, nobody in that car, nobody on that team wants that windshield to come... Right, come apart when when they're out there on the track, two hundred miles an hour, and from what I've heard, and I don't I don't know, but from what I've heard after the incident, that they only take the top two, they only really inspect the top two. So after that, you know, whatever it is is what it is. But I just wonder, had they looked at more than those top two finishers, how many other cars would have had that same issue? You know, because you know, like he said. Like Rodney Childers said, you put silicone on the screws, and and what more can you do? I'm sure these other teams are doing the same thing. Is this an issue? You maybe. Know? I maybe mean, is this an issue that we need them. to that we need to look at? Yeah. You know, I think they should have. Once but, they seen that, they should have asked more teams. Hey, did did yours do this? Or you know, well, I mean, it's I'm, obviously and, too and late I'm sure, to I'm sure Stuart Haas, when when the penalty happened, they went back. Stuart Haas himself probably went and checked Eric Amarola's car, Ryan Brees's car, Briscoe's car. They probably checked their other three cars to see if it happened with him too. Yeah. And it may or may not have. I mean, I haven't heard anything. I'll call Smoke tonight and find out. Well, speaking but, of Smoke, I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you this. I know he's been getting a lot of uh, people are kind of trashing him a little bit. Fuck them people. Well, you know, I, I mean, I'll just I, I'll just put it out there. I mean, <laughs> we just had that conversation about somebody talking shit about your boy or something. You yeah, know? yeah, and. Uh, <clears throat> So he's been getting a lot of grief just because, you know, SHR is not, it's not where RFK is. It's not where um, Penske is, roughly. I mean, I, you can make arguments both ways, I guess. Ford's had a bad year, goes. period. Yes, Ford's have had a very bad year. I mean, we've been make, I, I've been making fun of Ford's all year long. You've been making Ford's, fun of Ford's for 30 years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but this year, yeah, this year just gave me an even better reason to do that, but... Um, so, and what I've been hearing a lot of people say, and you may have heard the same thing, is that Smoke needs to be in the shop more. He needs to quit messing with the the drag racing, and he needs to be in the, the NASCAR shop more. Do you agree with that, yes or no? No. I, would, I agree with would, you. Would I like to see him in the shop? Of course I would, because, you know, I'm a NASCAR guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But Smoke has earned the place that he's in in his life 
he put in the time, he put in the work. He he's a three time champion. He he is his only responsibility to this team is financially and to put the right people in place to do the job. Yeah. That's that is, the key right there. Right. If if smoke has to be there in that shop every week to make sure Ford and Stuart Haas has a good week, then he needs to fire everybody else. Yeah, then they're doing something wrong. Right. You know, it's not on smoke. And if smoke was in the shop more, I would say he would need to be there to put boots to asses a lot more than what's happening by whoever is there. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying, you know, I mean we're we're at the tail end of the NASCAR season now. There's no point going in and cleaning house now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Next year and in this off season, smoke smoke will get to the bottom of it. And next year Ford will be back on top. Do you think he'll get to the bottom of it or do you think he'll just sell his portion of the team and go drag racing? No, I don't think he will. Not this year. I'm not saying he won't do it in the future. Mm-hmm. But this to me, this is smoke's there's nothing wrong with a guy. Like, I love hunting and fishing. I love it. But I'm not going to sell my fishing poles so I can go buy more bullets for de- for deer season. You know what I'm saying? It's right. uh, I don't think Smoke's going to pull away financially or personally from his NASCAR. This is his baby, you know. Um, I know he's frustrated with NASCAR. I know he's frustrated with the management and the politics in NASCAR, but I don't think he is, I don't think he's going to sacrifice his legacy for drag racing. Cause yeah. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yeah, you still, we still, we still see John force out there shifting gears at, you know, four or five times a month or four or five times a year. You know, at these finals, these championships, and everything else, Smoke could get out there and do it when he's sixty years old too. But no, I don't think he's gonna let his his. This is his baby. Stuart Hall's racing to me is his baby, and he may sell it one year. I don't know. Um, I hope he gives me a heads up if he does. But I can't see him letting his legacy, his NASCAR team go for something like NHRA even though I know he loves what he's doing right now and he should he's he's successful at it he's he's young again you know he's found he's got that fire in his belly again and that's great but I can't see him letting Stuart Hoss go yeah I could I could I'm, I'm not saying he wouldn't but it would it would hurt me if he did you know because I'm an NASCAR fan I'm not saying he he wouldn't sell his stake in Stuart Haas and start a, you know, drag racing team. Who knows? You know? I mean, but whatever he does, he's earned it. He's earned the right to do it. I agree with that. I think everybody's getting given him a little bit too hard of a time as far as not being in the shop because he don't need to be in the shop. You know, when you're the owner, that's you're putting people in place so you don't have to be in that shop. Right. If, if if he has to be in that shop every week, they're doing something wrong. Well, here's my thing: is we got another racing team that's got a seven-time champion as a part owner. Mm-hmm. Got two seven-time champions. Yeah. As owners, so 
why isn't nobody saying anything about that? You know, you got two, you got 14 championships mm-hmm. in this garage and the team doesn't do shit. So why ain't nobody talking about that? <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> it's a real good point right there. I think, and I don't know this obviously, but I think Richard Petty might be in the shop almost every day. I can That's picture he that chooses being, to be, yeah. yeah, but I can picture him being that kind of owner that says, "I'm gonna go see what the boys are up to." Even if he's just going in and he's taking people lunch, you right. know, here, handing people lunch, and he's just he's sitting probably back there watching. turning wrenches himself. He you could know? be. I would surprise me a bit because that's how they used to do it, you yeah, know. But you know. and great if he is. I mean, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it, but but he don't need to be. And if there's a day that goes by that he's got to do something else, he don't. He knows that he don't need to be in the shop. The boys are going to get it done. Yeah. You know? I tell people underneath me at my job, my job that I do daily. I tell people that are underneath my umbrella, if I have to come into your area and do your job for you twice i will fire you because why do i need you if i'm having to come down and get it done yep i agree with that so i I feel tony's tony's right there in that same spot Mm -hmm. so blaney blaney gets the win at talladega yeah i was okay to see that i was all right with that i mean he beat he only beat he only beat harvick by 12th 12 one thousandths of a second. That's crazy. That's insane. <laughs> Just to think about that. You, I don't even think you can blink your eye that fast. You know? No. I mean, that's to to think that that's what decided first and second is... That's just mind-boggling to me. On a, on a track that big. Think yeah. about that, you know? We just ran 500 miles so we can determine a winner by less than the blink of an eye. Yeah. Awesome. It is. It's awesome. It's <laughs> mind-boggling. It's... I can't fathom that, but hey, it's it is what it is, and and I, and I think big, Blaney did a pretty good job. I think he as did. Far, I mean, obviously he did a pretty he good job. He won it. the race, but yeah. but then the big one happens thirty feet from the from the <laughs> start finish line. You know, I mean, how, how, put yourself in one of them owners' spots to where you know you've got this you know eight hundred thousand dollar car. Yeah. 30 feet from the finish line, guaranteed finish the race in one piece, and 30 feet away it gets demolished. Yeah, you just know, destroyed. <laughs> That's got to suck. <laughs> but That would know, make can't... me want to sell the team. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> but you almost have to build a Daytona or a Talladega car with the thoughts that they're not coming back. Right. Yeah, you know, I absolutely. Mean, it's, it's, you've you've got to be willing to throw that car away. I'm going to say you've probably got a 70% chance of that car not coming back. Yeah. 70-30. Hopefully you can salvage like an engine or something out of it, but you know well, it is what it is yeah. as far as that. It's that's just the the pitfalls of Daytona and Talladega racing, the super speedway racing. So was was you happy with not the outcome? I'm not talking about any of that, but as far as the two hundred laps at Talladega, was you happy with them? It was a good race, you know, as far as Taking the fantasy stuff out because that's you know I'm I'm right. big into the fantasy part of it and that dictates my mood on on what happens, but um, taking all that aside, it was a pretty good race. Yeah, you know, I mean, you had the drama, you had a lot of green green flag laps, you had some pit drama. You know, did you see? 
Did you see Ty Gibbs when he came out of the pits and he had his yeah. gas can still yeah. <laughs> caught fire right in the middle <laughs> of the pit road? I thought that was pretty cool. Um, but overall, yeah, it was. It's Talladega. Yeah, it was a good know? race. It's always a good race at Talladega. I can't think it was of a more, bad race at well, Talladega. Yeah, I can't either. But, um, you know, this was a more entertaining race than the spring race was. I was pretty impressed with yeah. how, how good this one was. <laughs> There was a lot of train racing, just like we knew it would be. I mean, it, it's every year. But the cars were, you know, lanes one and two. There, You always get that somebody ballsy enough to get out there and try to start a third lane, you know, which is great. Mm -hmm. But lanes one and two was always Chevy and Ford, it seemed like. And they were they were holding up with one another. Yeah. And I like seeing that. So. Yeah, it, it was pretty good. The, the Toyotas were not up front as much as i thought they would be no um which of course i like to see that i like to see them in the back but um but you always expect these toyotas to run up front at talladega and, and daytona because if they not, just carry that kind of speed if not for the manufacturer because of the the level of drivers they have you know i mean yeah. you got truex and bell and you know i mean these aren't these aren't petty nobody racers you know, right. These yeah. are talented. These are Reddick, you know, Reddick, Hamlin, Truex. Right. You, you got some names up there that can that can drive these cars. And they just, they just wasn't there. But I'm okay with that. But you know, it was, it was Blaney. Blaney takes the win. I'm happy for him. I'm a Blaney fan. I, I can pull for the guy. That number twelve. Yep, that number twelve. I'll always root for it. Um, but what made me mad was I almost picked him to win. I was so close to picking him to win. Oh. And then I picked Brad K instead, and I got a 33rd spot instead of a win, which yeah. had I went the other way, I would be leading these fantasy standings right now, and I would be the one doing trash talking to HR. But he hasn't uh, he hasn't said nothing yet this week. Give him time. Saying, oh, I know. It's, it's, it's going to happen. And that's why I don't think... <laughs> That's why I don't think you know this is this is Wednesday, right? Uh -huh. This is Wednesday right now, so this won't be put out till tomorrow. Right. So I think if I think if HR knew who who he was taking already, you'd be hearing the trash talking. Because once he knows who, who he's made his mind up on, that's, that's when, when he starts? starts on you. Okay. To try to figure out who Chad's taking. Well <laughs> and I I have I have wrote down things in my little my little notebook that um, I'm going to give you my my prediction on who I have wrote down for HR Scotty that I think he's going to take at the Roval. So we'll see if I'm right because he won't know that I'm making this prediction until until this goes out and his picks already in. I have him picking McDowell at the Roval. Yeah. And I don't know, you know, I don't know if that's right or not, but um I think that might be his best option. I think that's what he's going to go with. So, I don't know if I'm right. We'll find out tomorrow. Um, I haven't told him yet because the past two weeks I've been telling him. I said, I think you're picking this person. I think you're picking that person, you know. Yeah. I was right um, two weeks ago. Bristol? No. The race right after Bristol. Where was we? Texas? Texas. Yeah. I picked him right at Texas. Okay, yeah, it was Texas. I told him who he was going to pick at Texas, and he, no, 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 you ain't got it. You ain't got it. And I picked it right. I didn't pick it right at Talladega. Um, 
I thought for sure he was going to pick Austin Dillon. That's not who he went with. He went with Logano. But I've got him picking McDowell at the Roval, so we're going to see if I'm right. So, if I am, Scotty, I'm on to you. And I thought I thought I was going to pass him somewhere around the Roval or Vegas area. But I thought I was going to have a little bit better of a result at Talladega, too. So, I'm still going to pass him, in yeah. my mind. Yeah, I'm only 15 points down. Yeah, you're not far off. I'm not far off. And Better now there's some new people in, in between me and Scotty. It was just Josh. Now we've got Chris and Hunter and Riggs back in that. Riggs mm-hmm. just come out of nowhere. Mofat's starting to fall again. Yeah. yeah he, he worked his way up there on auto picks. Uh, yeah, he made it up to fourth. He's going yeah, so. to fall again. So, But I don't know. I still think I'm going to pass HR. It might it might be a little bit later than Roval or the Vegas now, but I'll get him. You hear that, Scotty? I'm coming for you. So, but I tell you what, I'm just hoping for. <laughs> I know what you're hoping I'm for. I'm just hoping for a top twenty. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I've never said that before. You know, but I'm I'm nine weeks in to seven races in the thirties and two in the twenties. So yeah. That's, I don't, I don't think I, if you flip this around, I don't think I could, I could pick drivers to do that. You know what I'm saying? If I say, I said, all right, I'm going to pick seven. That's going to be in the thir- seven races is going to be in the thirties and with, with only picking drivers twice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that'd be hard to do. So, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. That's what makes it fun. You know, yeah. I mean, this year I'm getting the shit kicked out of me and. Next year, I may have a change of luck. You know, it's just just the way it goes sometimes. So. Well, we all need to get the the crap kicked out of us once or twice, so that way oh, we yeah. can really appreciate. Yeah, when I'm we're like towards I'm the like top. Dirty Sanchez. Yeah, this past weekend, you yeah. know, just yeah, taking it right got... in the face. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, So now we're going to the Roval. Let's look at the standings and who do you think's not going to make it. This is the cutoff race. It is a bubble race, yes, sir. It is a bubble race, and I've got the points written down there on the big board. And we've got Reddick, Bubba, Ross Chastain, and Kyle Busch below the line. Are any of those four going to come above the line? Reddick will. And I'm not not even saying that because of fantasy reasons. But Reddick, Reddick will... Will not be in the bottom four at the bottom at the end of this race. Um, the other three, I think Wallace and Chastain will both be out. But this is definitely a race that Kyle Busch could win. Mm-hmm. Kyle Busch isn't going to make it on points. No. Um, but if Kyle Busch was somebody else, I'd say yeah, count him out. But Kyle Busch could show up and win this race very easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Reddick the same way. I'm going to just say because of the year they're having, Chastain and Wallace, go ahead and count them out. Because Wallace isn't a road course driver, for one. He doesn't have very good luck, very much experience on these. So Chastain does. Mm-hmm. But I think he's just having a detrimental year, you know, where he's just... Well, he... Big Rick yelled at him, and he was never the same after right. that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, 
Chastain's just having a shit year. So mm-hmm. I don't think Chastain and Wallace, you might as well go ahead and put keep them in the bottom four. Reddick, I think, will whether win or on points, Reddick will make the cut. Yeah, he's only two points out of it. Right. So Bush, his only chance of making the cut is winning this race. But to me, he's one of five drivers that could go out there and do it. Yeah. I agree with that. I don't think Reddick's gonna be eliminated this week. Um, Truex, maybe, maybe looking at drivers that are above the line that might get. Truex would be the first one I would say too. Just because, yeah. I mean, Truex has got all the ability in the world to go out there and win a road course. He's done it, but he's just having a bad year. Yeah. Uh, Brad K, I see him getting eliminated here over Reddick. I see Reddick going in, Brad K going out. I hope Brad K don't. Yeah, but I think if if Brad K can survive this roval, these next races, you know, he might he might have something for right. him to make a run at that final four. But as far I like, I I would put a paycheck on it saying Reddick's going in. Mm-hmm. If I look at those bottom, if if I look at the last four above the line, which is Busher, Truex, Larson, and Brad, I'm going to say. Brad and Truex have the biggest chance of falling out of there. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we know Byron and Blaney's going on. Hamlin, he's 50 points to the good. He's got to have a really bad race, and, like, all the others have a really good race, and I just don't think that's going to happen. Bell's a, Bell is a... Bell can hold pretty, his own. Yeah, he's pretty good, pretty damn good road course driver. Yeah, Busher, he's... he's Pretty good. I don't expect Busher to win, but I, I think Busher's going to be up there in that top ten all day. Uh, Truex, you can flip the coin on that guy. I mean, it might be good. It might be bad. Larson will be all right. Brad K. I hope way. he's I, okay. I'm yep. like you. I think Truex and Brad are, are the two that might go out. But that's going, for both of them to go out, I think that's going to be a Reddick Reddick's gonna do really good to bump one of them out, and then somebody like a like you said, maybe a Kyle Busch going out there and winning it would yeah. knock the other out. I don't, maybe. I don't think you're gonna see Wallace. But I think Chastain might start off okay, but I'd say halfway to three quarters of the way through the race, he won't be a he won't be in the battle for the win any longer. And I'm looking at taking Chastain, and here's why. I think if there's anybody out there that can be the bull in the china shop, it's that guy. And come away clean. Okay, he's proved to be the bull in the yeah, china he's, shop. Yeah, <laughs> he definitely can be that bull in the china shop. But to just move people out of the way, because now we're getting them stage breaks again. We're going to be restarting every time, you know, at the new stage. That guy can pick up four or five spots every time we, we restart. So... You're not wrong. I mean, he's he's proven that he can do good on the road courses. He's got numerous road courses. I guess it kind of depends who's in front of him, because you can bet if it's the Hendrick stable, he's not going. He's not going to mess with that. (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) he's going to stay way off of those guys. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I would like to see Kyle Busch come out there and win this race, but I just don't think it's going to happen. Not not this year. You know, maybe next year it might happen, but um, but I think his crew, you know, they've got a good notebook because Reddick has won this race, right? Yeah. 
I think Reddick has won this so. race in the past in Kyle Busch's car. So the crew's notebook is pretty good. Yeah. Got me I wondering got now. I don't even I don't I think they did. Was I know he won Indy, uh, road course, but mm-hmm. I can't remember. I know he's done good here at Charlotte Roval, but can't remember if he's won it or not. Seems like he has. I think it's going to take me too long to look it up. I think I, I think he has won it once. Yeah, regardless, I mean, he's proved to be a talent at this right. track. So, um, let me ask you this, since we're talking about these bubble races. Mm-hmm. You're going to have three bubble races Yeah. during the chase. What three tracks do you think those bubble races should be at? I think, well, I'm, I'm going to let you answer before I go any further with that. I tell you, I like, I like what they've got right now. Um, Bristol was a cutoff race. Yeah. Martinsville is a cutoff race. Two, three. What's the Roval? Okay, the Roval. Yeah. I would like to see the Roval replaced with something else. And I don't, I don't want a cutoff race to be a super speedway. I like having the super speedway in the chase, just for some excitement and you know you're throwing the dice in the cup and just, let's see if we can roll. Well, Yahtzee, see, I, I like you know. the thought of it. Like to me, the uh, I like Bristol and I like Martinsville and I like the Roval, all being, but to me, Bristol and Martinsville they're two different tracks. Right. I mean, one's an oval, one's a paperclip, mm-hmm. but they're both short tracks. Mm-hmm. To me, I think we need to have. One short track, then something like the Roval, and then a super speedway, just uh, as a cutoff. Yeah, as a bubble race. Well, and the because reason I don't there's so much chance. Yes, but involved. And the reason that I don't want to see a super speedway as a cutoff race is because there's so much, like you said, there's so much chance that goes along with it. I want the drivers to be able to have control of their destiny. At, at the cutoff races and the championship race, you know. Well, but I mean, just because, like, in a way they do. Well, in a how, way they do, do, but in a way position, they don't. How do you position you know, yourself? It's like. Um, but I get what you're saying. You know, hundred percent. There's what, so much luck involved to yes. surviving a super speedway. Yes. That. I don't. I don't want them to move on or crown a champion off of luck. Well, because we're, to we're, me, to this me, is a 36 no, race this season. ain't this ain't crowning a champion. This is a bubble race or a bubble. Yeah, and you know? either one. I look at them kind of the same. I mean, and I, I want don't. I don't want to, the. I don't want Phoenix to become Talladega by any means. Right. You know, I don't want the final race to come out like that. Yeah. I want it to come down to the basics, to the roots of NASCAR. And and let's think of it like this: if you had, let's say, you had Talladega as a bubble race. Or a championship race, you know, either or. And we have a finish like we had last week at Talladega, which that's how almost all of them are, right? You've got one driver on the inside, one driver on the outside. You're depending on who's pushing you to crown a champion. I don't know if I would like that, you know? That's that's just me, and that's my way of but thinking. there goes strategy, too. So when I come into pit, this is who I want to get behind me. You know what I'm saying? This is who I want to be behind. To me, 
but you're putting your faith in somebody else. So when it comes to when it comes to because this is a sport where you are on the track with 30 how many we got out there 38? 38 so you're on the track with 37 other yahoos who think they're the best in the world and you're driving for a championship in this one race I'm not going to put my faith in nobody else out there you know I want my I'm going to create my own luck I'm going to create I'm going to let my skills shine and I'm going to put my faith if I have to put my faith in someone else it's going to be in my spotter and my pit crew that's it. I don't want my faith, or I, faith, I keep saying faith, I mean fate. I don't want my fate to be determined by the guy who happens to get behind right. me. So, you know what I mean? So what do you think is going to happen on one of these curves on the on the roll? Yeah, I mean, you're putting your aerodynamics and your livelihood, basically, in the... Yeah, yeah, I <laughs> get that. Just not at 200 miles an hour. Right, it's not at 200 miles an hour. So, I mean, you can repair and keep going... Or mm-hmm. make the best of a bad situation. As far as like, if something bad, ha- if something happens at Talladega, you're out of the race. Yeah. If something bad happens at the Roval, you've still got a chance. Yeah, and that's and that's kind of the same as it is at Martinsville or or Bristol. Something bad happens, you can probably repair your car and get back out there, at least enough to. I just like the thought of putting all three styles. In the chase, as a cutoff, as a bubble. That's that's, I like that. So, I'm not saying it needs to be Talladega. And we kind of have that with Daytona being a cutoff to the to the playoffs. To the final four. Yeah. And I, I like that. Yeah, I like know? that. So because you've had 25 other races throughout the season to to lock yourself in. Mm-hmm. So you know it's. I'm good with Daytona being that cutoff to get in. Anything can happen, you know. Um, but to me, I would rather see. Well, I guess no. I guess it works out like that because that is a bubble race to get in. So, to me, that that that's that's pretty good. Um, so then, but I technically, think, like they have it set up, it's kind of like what you're saying. You got yeah. all. All of the disciplines. Yeah, all formats. To move on or to bubble race or, or whatever. Except dirt. Yeah. We yeah, we need some more dirt. We definitely need <laughs> And they some took more the dirt dirt, wa- dirt race away for next year. Yeah. So maybe they'll maybe they I don't know. We keep saying it, maybe they'll go to Eldora. But I don't know. They've pissed Tony off a few times. You know, they keep Go to Brownstown. Uh, Brownstown's <laughs> too small for them. <laughs> Yeah, I, I would love that. to see them but go to Eldora and couple big, too. couple of big tracks. You know, I just... mean they get they get the ven- the venues right at yeah. Eldora. Yeah, I mean that's what the fans want. Yeah. Just go. I mean, trucks race there. You hear that NASCAR? Yeah, you just need to go to Eldora. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Um, oh, one thing I wanted to say last week that I forgot to say, but I'm going to put it in this one. I want to congratulate Eric on winning his first iRacing feature. No kid. Yeah, he won one last. He races every Monday, and he, his races are on YouTube. And the series that he's in is 
one week they'll run late models, and then one week they run sprint cars. They so they alternate weeks, and it's a different track every week. And he has been, I think he's third place in the points or something right now in his iRacing league. He's doing really well, doing really good. Um, and he is, he's been stronger in the late models than he has been in the sprint cars. Well, last week they had a race where somebody put up, I think it was like $50 or something like that. And the stipulation was if you started outside, I think it was third or fourth place maybe it was outside of the top two rows right starting in the feature you win the f and you can win you can come from the back and win the race you get the fifty dollars so if you started anywhere outside the fifth, top four fifth or lower yes and, yeah if you're starting lower. fifth or lower and you come back and win you get the fifty dollars well eric uh he ran his heat race he finished second in his heat race so he was going to start third so when they lined up the feature on the track, he pulled off to the side, and he voluntarily was went to the ballsy, back. That's a ballsy move. Yeah, sprint cars. So yeah. this was not his strong suit, and I think they were at um, I-55 Raceway on the on the iRacing. So a small dirt track, um, and he was in the sprint cars, not his, not his strong suit, right? So he just pulled over and went to the back. He's like, screw it, I'm going to try it, you know. Why not? Can't hurt. And... Uh, he came back and he ended up winning it. I'll be damned. Yeah, he did. And he did really awesome good. Awesome job, Eric. He won coming out of turn four. You know, everybody was riding the top side of the track. He went low. He went down low just to see what he had, and he started passing some people. So he stayed down there for the last three or four laps of the race and uh, ended up winning the thing. So Hell yeah. He got, he got his first feature win, so I'm he proud of him on that. Too. Good job, bub. Got his 50 bucks and got an interview after the thing. You know, top three finishers in the in the feature, they they interview him after the race and stuff. So he got his got his interview. Got it, and he's doing better on his interviews. You know, he, he thanks yeah, mom you gotta, first. You got to you know? be able to create a promo. You know, exactly. You that's be able that's to what he's it, doing. So. He he's not doing it Ric Flair style yet. We'll, we'll uh, get maybe. him there. We'll get him there. <laughs> but I just wanted to say congratulations to him. He ran one this past Monday, started towards the back. He wasn't doing very good in his late model. He came up and ended up finishing like fourth. So he did pretty good, and he was gaining on the top three. So I think if he had had some more laps or another restart here or there, I think he would have had something for them too. Hell but, yeah. Uh, but he's doing pretty good on that, and uh, the boss is home, I think. But um, So he's doing really good. Just wanted to say congratulations because, like I said, I wanted to say Absolutely. that last week. and That's I, awesome I news. To. So. I mean, he's been getting at it for a minute now, so, yeah, know, I mean, he just started this year, I know, mm -hmm. uh, so, pretty fast, pretty fast get that first. And I have played those things, and that is, that's hard to do, Fuck, you know? It's pretty far <laughs> off from a real car, ain't it? Yeah, it is, it's real, real far off from a real car, I mean, I don't know, once you get used to it and you can start making adjustments, I don't know how close it is, but, uh, if you just get the stock setting and you just sit down in there and you take off, like, the first time I did dirt was, I just kept spinning out every yeah. time i'd hit a turn i just spin out but um he's he's got it going on he's winning some races and yeah, he's yeah. doing pretty good so i just wanted to acknowledge that and say congratulations and um so let's talk about this fantasy stuff you want to these fantasy leagues well let me ask you this before we get into fantasy okay charlotte Roble. yeah fantasy aside Two to win, two to lose. My 
top two picks that I think could win. Yeah. And two two that you think a lot of people would normally, like Chase Elliott. <clears throat> people automatically think road course, Chase Elliott. I think he's going to do dog shit. So give me two that you think have a good chance on winning this race and two that you think people would automatically think that are going to do bad. The two that I think people would do good, I'm going to say Chase Elliott and A.J. Allmendinger. You think so? You you could see them two finishing 20th or back. Like, they're going to do bad, no, but I people can't. automatically assume they're going to do good. So oh, you're, you're talking about Dark Horse, maybe? No, I'm talking... When I th- you saying, too, that it will do good? Yes. When okay. I think of the Roval, the two people that I would... The two drivers that I would put probably at the top of my list would be the Dinger and Elliot. Okay. But you think they're going to do good, or you think I they're going to do bad? I think they're probably going to do good. Cause see, I could see both of them finish finishing I, in the 18th... And further back. I can, I can see that, too. <laughs> That's what I was kind of getting at was, you know, there's there's so many NASCAR fans out there that you you hear road course, and, you, and then you hear Charlotte, and you, you do automatically think Chase Elliott and A.J. Allmendinger, things like that. I, I don't think they're going to have the week people are thinking they're going to have. I don't think they're going to have the that kind of week. I can definitely see. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if either one of them two, two won the race. Um I would watch out for a Chris Busher or a Reddick just because they're in the playoffs. Busher doesn't have to win. I mean, all he has to do is keep but, it clean, keep it straight. But but drivers aren't made like that either. Right. And you know that. Right. So, I mean, it's not one of the things of like, hey, just go out there and get your laps in. You don't have to win. Just just finish this race and you're golden. Mm-hmm. You can't tell. You can tell a driver that, but he's going to go out there and try to win every time. Oh, yeah. So... But I think I and think it's, a, it's amazing that when you get in that spot, just go out there, just have a good race, keep it clean, and you try and do that, and then towards the end of the race, you find out that hey, I'm running sixth place, you know, or seventh place, or something like that. And I you're can like, win this. I can win this, and then and then and then your whole mentality starts to change. Let's just go out and win this, boys. All we had to do is keep it clean. We've done that. Let's let's finish this job. And the two that I think could pull this out that. Probably aren't on people's radar as much as Chase Elliott and Almendinger is Kyle Busch and uh, William Byron. I think yeah. that's two that could absolutely go out there and I mean, you look at William Byron; he dominated He's a road the silent course. Assassin. Yeah, I mean, he dominated a road course this year, mm-hmm. like McDowell did at Indy. Yeah, dominated it, and. You know, yeah, he's he's already in the next round. He don't have to win, mm-hmm. but that's even more reason that this guy could go out there and put on a show. I think. Right. Nobody's expecting it. You know, I mean, go out there and hey, you just complete your laps and you're in. That's yeah. all you got to do. And I think that could happen from Byron or Blaney, just because the the pressure is off. Blaney's not bad at these things. I mean, he's not. He's not one of the people I think of as a road course well, guy. And people got to remember too: half of this race is on Charlotte Motor Speedway. It's not on a road course. Half this race is the oval, and Blaney is excellent there. Right. You know, so it's 
but that's exactly where I was going was Chase Elliott and Amendinger are two guys that I think that if you took a poll across, across NASCAR America, they're going to say Chase Elliott and A.J. Amendinger are going to win this thing. Yeah. I don't think you'll see them in the top 20 at the end. And you could be right, and it would not surprise me at all if, if a Kyle Busch or a Ross Chastain, who have to win this thing, or I don't know if Ross has to win it, but yeah, Kyle Busch is pretty much in the I mean, situation where it's to me, win or go home. To me, I would tell Reddick, if, if I was Reddick's boss, I'd say you need to win. Well, yeah. Yeah, you're below the line yeah. at the start of this race. Yeah, I know you're two. You're two. I, I don't want to put it down on points. You have to win if you want to get in the next race. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to fight for this championship, you got to win. I don't want to leave it up to points. Right. Staging, you know. I, I agree with that. I mean, tell them you need to win. But I can legitimately see Reddick, if he can finish in the top five, he's moving on. Even though he's still two points below the line, somebody right above that line is no, not it depends have what a good I did day. to his car. Right. You know what I'm saying? I might say, hey, get third. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so. yeah. I can definitely see that. <laughs> You've got a car good enough to win, but we don't want to do that today. <laughs> yeah. Get third, bud. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so. I can definitely see a Kyle Bush going out there and win because. He's, I think a lot of people have him under the radar as far as uh, road courses, but he can very well win at any road course that we go to, you know. Right, and Kyle's one of them that he started off the season strong, mm-hmm. you know, just, I mean, he, he was getting wins like that. And I, he, we know he did that because he had a chip on his shoulder. Yeah. But Kyle's not the forgetful kind of person. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like the end of his season is going to go like that as well, just to be like, Hold, he he could be holding that championship trophy at the end of the season. Very I have well no doubt. Mm-hmm. And I could see him, you know, making a very clear point, Kyle Busch style. Yeah. I can see that. I so. can see that. I think um, it's going to get interesting because, I mean, Bubba is about the only one under that line that I just – don't really have any faith that he can come above that yeah, line. I agree. And come out above that line. He don't. I don't really think. Although he has scored some top fives or top tens at this track, I just don't think he's going to be able to do it when you're up against people like Reddick, Chastain, and Bush, who are proven to be able to win. And not road only course. that, but above the line, you got Brad Larson, Truex, Busher, Bell, Hamlin. You've got your. You you're, got some other guys. <laughs> you're you're going head to head with. The A team now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're not trying to get into the chase. Mm-hmm. And you're dealing with guys that aren't in the chase, but just want to win. You know, a yeah. Chase Elliott, Hard. a Bowman. A Bow- it wouldn't be surprise me if a Bowman wins this race. He can do decent here. McDowell. McDowell. Yeah. Dinger. You know, so I just, I don't think Wallace is going to be able to make it above that cut line this time. Um, I, I really don't see Truex making it. I don't either. So, and Brad K, I don't know. He's he's not really the road tor- the road course type. But if he's if he's up there with Busher, when Busher's doing good, like like we've said all year, when Busher's doing good, Brad's doing good. When Busher's doing bad, Brad's doing bad. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've got a lot of faith in Busher on this race because he's he's been proven this year to be strong, and yeah. even on road courses. 
So I kind of feel like Brad is going to make that cut. You, you know, so? because I just because I feel like Busher's going to make that. Busher's going to be up front. Yeah, I know? think Busher's definitely going to make the so cut. So I think because Bush Busher's up there, Brad's going to be up there because wherever you see one, you see the other this year. Here's a question for you. If Brad K does not make it past the Roval, okay, so let's say he gets cut this week. Do you think he just, I'm not going to say gives up. No. But do you think he pushes that 17 car and takes the, he's not, because now they're both in the spotlight. If, right? Brad, if Brad goes out, of, if Brad if Brad doesn't make it out of this round, if he's not in the round of eight, I'm going to say RFK will lose zero momentum. I agree with that. But do you think if, let's say in a couple of weeks, let's say at Homestead, for example, you find them two towards the front. you got a Brad K and Busher's pushing him, right? Does Busher, I'm sorry, does Brad, being that he's in the front, does he step aside and let Busher get that win just to lock him in the final four? Or does Brad go ahead and get that win? And this is where? Let's, Martinsville? Anywhere. Let's let's say Homestead, Homestead, for example. Anywhere. Okay. We can use Martinsville. Either one. Well, that's a bubble race, so it's a little different. Well, you, you've already got well, two in. But hold on. If, if Brad K goes out at the Roval, okay? Okay. And so then he's out of the championship, and you only have Busher for the RFK stable. But he's still in it. And then we go to some place like a Homestead. You can really use any track. Different. Bubble's different. Why? If neither one of them have won yet, okay, let's go to Martinsville. We're at we're at Martinsville. Brad K's out of the championship. Busher's still in it. And you get to a point where you're coming down late in the race and you've got Brad K in front and Busher's let's say second. Does Brad go ahead and get the win or does he move over and let Busher go so he can lock himself into the final four and guarantee an RFK car in the final four? Or does Brad go ahead and take the win? Because it depends on the races before that. You know, because Why? like, I mean, if 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 Busher is if all Busher has to do, let's say Busher has a second place finish at Vegas and a fourth place finish at Homestead. If he gets second to Brad at Martinsville, he's already in the final four because he gets a second to fourth on on points. You know what I'm saying? So now, if he crashes out at Vegas. And blows an engine at Homestead, and they go to Martinsville, and Brad's leading the race, and Busher's in second. I guarantee you, Brad will let off to let Busher take that win and get to the championship four. I would. Wouldn't you? I like to think I would, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's 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 no longer the Brad Keselowski show. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, and and in my way of thinking, if it's not the Brad Keselowski show, let's say at Vegas. Let's say Brad's eliminated at the Roval. We go to Vegas. Brad's in front. Busher's in second. He's you, he's getting good points finishing in second. So he's gonna go. Brad K's gonna go ahead and take the win. I think so. Now see if I'm if I'm in Brad's shoes, I'm gonna scoot over and go ahead and let Busher get the win. You're gonna lift. I'm gonna go ahead. And, yeah. Just because. 
I mean, if it's me and you, if it's picture. me and you, yeah. Let's say I'm Brad and you're Busher, right? I'm winning the race and you're in second at Vegas. We're starting the next round of playoffs. Even if I win, I'm not moving on. But right. if you win, you are. Yeah, you're getting good points for second. But you. But, but let's look at you. Got three races. Those three winners are going to go. They're going to move on to Phoenix if they're in the playoffs. Right. They're going to move on. So then you got. But you're also eight guys fighting for one spot. And I completely understand where you're coming from, but you're also forgetting the impossible of. For thirty-five years, it has been ingrained in you. To win the race. Mm-hmm. And you're going to tell me you're going to go out there and shut it off just like that? I mean, that's... Even the greatest have done it. Well, I know. Even the greatest have done it. Um, I think that I would do that, yes. I would take second place because I'm not in the playoffs I anymore. think I'd win because I would move I'd over. forget where I was at. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, shit, I would, that I was would... the last lap, my bad. You know? Sorry, bud. <laughs> Get my trophy. Scoot out of the way. State your picture. But I mean it. But yeah, I see what you're saying. You got you. You know, you got a a guy that's got skin in the ownership game now. Right. So, and I in mean, his mind, Busher winning that championship is going to probably. I don't know how they get paid, but it's probably going to bring more money to you in right. the long run than winning that one race. I guarantee it will. So in my mind. Yes, I'm going to scoot over, and I'm going to let you get the win. I'm going to finish right. It's I'm going to, to it's going to bring more more money to you, even in probably sponsorship dollars. Knowing that these sponsors that you've had all year can say, you know, they're going to re-sign probably for more money. Yeah, I'm on a championship car. Mm-hmm. The publicity is insane. Mm-hmm. So, and for for those reasons, off the track reasons, I'm going to move over, and I'm going to let. I'm going to let you take the win, and I'm going to settle for second. I would like to think I would, mm-hmm. honestly, and I'd like to think Brad would, but I just don't know how easily some of these wheel men can turn that off. You know, I don't think the newer guys can do that just because I don't think they would have the maturity level to do that, but I think some of these older guys, like a Brad or a, or a Kyle Busch or, or a Larson, you know, even though he's not one of the older guys... I think maturity Joey. level, he's, yes, you know, a Denny Hamlin, somebody like that. I think they can turn that off because because of that reason. Now, if this was one of the first 26 races, <laughs> you're behind me, you're on your own, you better find a way around me. Right. I, don't, I don't care what the situation is. But now that we're this deep into the playoffs. You're looking more at the big picture. Yes. And I would like to think I would too. Mm-hmm. But I've also never been in that. I mean, it's it's just hard to say. It is. It's a tough. It's yeah. a tough call. You yeah. know, and, and it's like you said. You know, you've, you've and this got this is ingrained in your brain. You, you know, if you and I are driver and crew chief, this is probably a conversation we'd be having halfway through the race. You know, mm-hmm. if you got a strong car, I'm in your ear saying, "Hey, you've got a strong car, Brad." You know, Buster's right on you though. What do you think we ought to do? You know. Yeah. But but also there's code words because you don't want to say I'm going to lift so right. he can win. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they'll penalize you for it. But mm-hmm. yeah, we've seen that a few times. But yeah, I mean, <clears throat> and you'd like to think that. Well, I don't know. It's like you said. You're gonna once you see what you've got, you're gonna discuss it midway through the race. 
And if I've got the stronger car than you, but I'm out of the playoffs, I'm going to make it look like I've messed up or I got caught up behind somebody or something happened to the car or whatever and you got around me and then I'm going to lock in. But, you know, I mean, I could also say my foot slipped off the gas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It happens. Yeah. It happens to me all the time. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> oh. So let's well, get into this fantasy stuff. Let's do it. Scott's still at the top. I don't like that. <clears throat> Just because Scotty's winning. Um, I was third until Talladega happened. Now I'm sitting sixth. I'm only 15 points out, so I haven't given up hope. No, you still got. I've still got plenty of chances. You know, one. Well. Like I said we got five races to go. All I need is three points better than Scotty in each race, and I should. Well, that'll put us at a tie, wouldn't it? I'm going to beat him. I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to beat him. Well, I'm going to tell you now. Scott <laughs> just sent me his final Oh, Scott pick. did? Uh-oh. And because it's because it's Wednesday, I can't say who it is. Right. But. Is it a pretty good pick? Yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd like to say it is just based off this conversation that we've had during this podcast. Gotcha. So. <laughs> kind of, kind of, he kind of threw me for a loop, but I like the pick. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, I'm for right now. I'm sticking with my. I think he's taking McDowell, but uh, yeah. Well, I guess I'll find out. I don't know. I was taking Chastain, but like I said, I've got three or four other guys that don't know who you're taking yet. Exactly. Haven't made haven't made, your mind haven't up, made yet. up my mind for sure yet. I want to take Chastain just so it doesn't alter. Who I, who I have in the races after that. But, I get that. Um, and now I've got Riggs. You got Riggs to contend with. Riggs, them. he must have a little bit of time down there at the truck stop where he's not too busy. Right. Because he picked a winner last week, and so did Mama Jess. Well, it's starting to get colder out at night, so he might have a little more time on his hands. Gotcha. You know? I gotcha. Hunter got back in front of me. I don't like that. Well, I mean, the most impressive story fantasy was of the week was just jumped up seven spots. I mean, that's just she did. That's and an that's an impressive jump, no matter yeah, no matter what week it is. But seven places in one week, that's pretty damn good. I mean, I think I fell seven in one week. <laughs> I think you did. But to go the opposite way in one week, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, Talladega can do that for you. And yeah. the big board says she's in twelfth, but actually she's tied for tenth. Yeah. And I let her know that. She's only 10 points away from me. I'm 15 points away from Scotty. So she is closer to me than I am to Scotty. So I told her, I said, you still got a shot. You yeah, know? absolutely. I mean, you think about this. We've got, what, five races left? Mm -hmm. So even me, who's 113 points away from the winner, if I won the next five races... You'd be doing pretty good. And, right. If I won the next <laughs> five races with a zero... Mm -hmm. And everybody else on the board got, even let's say a, let's say a twenty-five. Mm -hmm. That put me in front of them. Five yeah. races, that'd be one hundred twenty-five points. So, I'm only one hundred thirteen points away from the leader. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It's not impossible, no, even where I'm at. It's right. very, very, very fucking unlikely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Let's. Oh yeah. Anybody can win this thing. Mm -hmm. 
And I think that's 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 what I like about this game. You know, it's simple. You don't have to put a whole lot of thought into it, especially with these new cars, because it's a lot of luck. Right. But I put a lot of thought into it this year, and look where it's got me. Yeah. So. Well, I'll tell you what. I put more thought into it last year, and, and I was in your shoes. And that's exactly where I was going. Was next year? I'm just going to wing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Who do I got a gut feeling about this week? And that's Is that's it, what I've been doing, going with my gut. Yeah. You know, when I when I hear what track we're at, I instantly think of a person, and that's who I need to go with. And that has worked out for me so much better this year than it did last year. Yeah, but then again, you look at Scott, who does the homework. Scott's digging into it. You know what I'm saying? And oh, he's yeah. and he's up there in first place. He's in first. It's work what works for one doesn't work for another. You gotta find you gotta find your lane. You know what I'm saying? So Right. And that's that's how it is. Yeah. You know? And and there's a lot of these guys that I don't even know who they are, so I don't know how big of a NASCAR fan they are or if they're not even a race fan at all. I don't know. Yeah, I mean we've got race fans, we've got gambling fans, we've got people that just like to talk shit. You know, because yeah. it's not it's not bank breaking to get into this thing. It's only fifty dollars for a whole year. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not. You know, I've spent fifty dollars on a lot dumber shit than than this. <laughs> yeah. You know, so. it. And this gives you old thirty six weeks worth of fun. Yeah, absolutely. Fun shit talking, all kinds of. Opportunities. Where else can you have three quarters of a year worth of entertainment for fifty dollars? I can't think of any. Right. Um. And, you know, we also got people like Jess who don't know. I mean, she's been around racing, but she don't know the NASCAR people. She don't know what they're good at. She don't she's know learning. Them. She's learning fast. Yeah, she's learning. <laughs> she's doing pretty good. You know, there's a lot of guys that do know about NASCAR that uh, she's beating them. So, um, we'll see what happens. You've, now that you done told me Scott done sent in his pick, I'm just curious, but. That's gonna that's gonna wear me out till yeah. tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was, like I said, impressed but shocked. Huh. Well, we'll see what happens. Do you think you're gonna finish in last place? One one more bold prediction. Nope. No? Nope, because I changed it up this week. Yeah. And that's what we talked about. I don't remember if we talked about it on the air or if it was something we talked about before. But I you know, Two and a half, three months ago, I had my, the 10 races of the chase, I had them penciled in. Mm-hmm. Now, all the way up till, all the way between Daytona and Talladega, I couldn't change any of them drivers. Just because the statistics showed it. So, I got the Charlotte Roval on my list. And I had 48 or 34 in that spot that was the only spot on my whole list where i had two drivers for a race because they were available and i didn't know who i'd go with every other race i knew exactly i had that car one car number in every spot Mm -hmm. charlotte robo i had two just to see who was doing better i'd make up my mind then and i didn't go with either one of them i went with chris busher so this is the point where my season changes <laughs> five races to go you well, know what i'm saying so right. it's uh 
I had to do something. I had to call an audible because obviously what I had wasn't working. So I got to, if, if your luck ain't changing, change it. Right. You know, so. I agree with that. It'll get good. I mean, with this Talladega bunched us up. Bunched us up big time. Mm-hmm. And I think I think to, this I think this Roval's gonna. It's not gonna do us any favors. It's is not it? gonna do anybody any favors. I don't think. I think we're gonna see some uh, surprising. I think we'll see a surprising top ten. You think so? Yeah, I do. And I'm not talking about like see a Stenhouse up there. I'm not talking about seeing anything like that. You know, but I think I think we're gonna see. Some Chase Elliott, some AJ Allmendingers. That's in the twentieth to thirty eighth spot. I think we're gonna see some cars like we predicted. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe Bubba Wallace will finish in the top ten. You know. It's he could. A, I mean he's done I, it before. I know so HR is cheering me. for him and he's got luck oh, on his side right is. now. So. Yeah, he does. So Bubba might uh might do pretty good just for the HR connection. Right. You know? He knows he's got a fan out there now yeah. since Bristol, so mm-hmm. he knows he's got a fan out there now, so he's driving for somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So let's we're getting to the end of the year, right? And here's something that I've been wanting to do for a while is promote this fantasy game that we play. So you want to tell the rules of it? Because we're wanna open this up to everybody. Yeah, it don't matter where you're at in the world. Black, white, gay, straight. Yeah. Tall, short. Right. Fat, skinny. It don't matter. <laughs> no, it don't. Because <laughs> we got all that in this in this game already. Um, <laughs> but we want to open it up to everybody because it's simple. It's it's a very easy game to play. We want we we want to get more players out there. We want to be able to make a bigger payout. We want to. And you pay out for not just winning the league. You pay in, you're pay. you paying out for... So we're paying out the top three, first, second, third place in the in the final stand. After the chase, yeah. Yeah, and then we pay out $50. This year, this year it's $50. $50 to whoever gets the most wins. $50 to whoever wins the regular season before the chase starts. Whoever was in first mm-hmm. receives that 50 And... Most wins, I believe, in it. Yeah, most wins, $50. Winner of the regular season, $50. And then the top three spots. Yeah. So, and it's a 100% payout. You know, this this league was kind of something I inherited that I, you know, I was in a former league. A guy in Louisville used to run this league, and he wasn't able to do it anymore. And I loved his concept of how he did this. So... I kind of just took it over with friends of mine, and we're up to twenty six people right now. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's that's pretty good. It's yeah. been it's 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 fun, yeah. um, and all it is is basically all you have to do is you you turn in a pick every week by Thursday at seven p.m. You can only use each card number. You send in a card number, not a name. Send in a card number of who you want that week for the track we're going to. The trick is you can only use each card number twice the whole year. That's regular season and chase. And whatever spot they finish, that's how many points you get. So whoever has the lowest amount of points at the end of the year 
wins. Right. So when the chase starts, you know, we award $50 to the winner of the regular season. When the chase starts, last 10 races. So the chase starts, we reset the points. So whoever's in first place starts with zero. Whoever's in second starts with three. Whoever's in third starts with six. So they break down in increments of three once mm-hmm. the chase starts. So it kind of bunches everybody up. It's kind of like a caution. Yeah. So kind of bunches everybody back up, and we go from there. And a win, if you're if the driver that you pick wins, you get zero points. Right. So you you get a zero, and you're credited with a win, which goes towards your the other picking $50 the most wins. Point. Yeah. And then second place gets two points, and then up from there. So that's the only really spot where you can. It's not a one-point difference, I guess, is right. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, right? first place isn't one point. Yeah, you get a zero, yeah. which is good. That's what yeah. you want is a zero. So second place gets two. Uh, 38th gets 38. Yeah, and we, we've we been throwing around the idea of, and, and if you don't, what happens if you don't send in a pick by seven if you, on Thursday? If you don't send in a pick by seven, you're auto-drawn. Yes. So the rule is there. If I haven't received your picks by the time I turn the picks in, is but the deadline is 7 p.m. Um, if I haven't received your pick by that time during the regular season, you will be given whoever the points leader is. So if Kyle Larson is first in the NASCAR points on NASCAR.com and I haven't received your pick, I'm going to put you down for the points leader. Mm-hmm. If you've already burnt him, used him twice... I'm going to go with whoever's in second. If you burnt that person, I'm going to go with whoever's in third. So that's how that's going to work. Now, this year, that continues all through the chase. Yeah. And there will be a rule change for 2024. So that rule change is going to be during the regular season. You will be auto-picked during regular season, just like we're doing now. Whoever's all started the person in first in NASCAR points and work back from there and you'll get whoever you haven't burnt Mm -hmm. in 2024 when the chase starts you will be given whoever's in 38th place in points and we will work up I like that so I like that I think that'd be a good rule change yeah you know make it fair yeah to the people that are continually um putting in the work and there's there's times you know i'm not, I'm not gonna lie even when i was in this league uh with the guy the the fellow that used to run it there was times where i was like oh shit it's eight o'clock i forgot to send a pick i got auto drawn yeah but there's also 85 people in the league yeah. you know so it was uh it's easy to forget sometimes but you know, it's also a lot of work on the people that's running this league to do the homework and see, you know, the people that aren't turning in picks, who they've already burnt twice. Yeah. So they're, those those car numbers are eliminated. And then go going into the website and seeing who's leading because it changes every week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it, it takes time. So that's kind of going to be an added punishment for... 2024 is you'll be given whoever's in 38th place yeah 
And I like that. I do too. I like that. So I mean, if you're it, interested. And a lot of people say, well, man, I just, I didn't have time. Well, I mean. Yeah, you got I, a week. I, I, <laughs> well, but on top of that, there's there's people out there who got things going on. Right. I but even, even those people, I can bet at any time I can look at your phone and see how many texts you sent in the last week. Right. Probably going to have 200 texts that you sent out in the last week. So it only takes 20 seconds to shoot me a text that says car number 20. You yeah. know what I'm saying, for instance. Right. So, and I, I get that NASCAR is not probably going to be on top of people's mind that have other things going on. Uh, we've had people with deaths in the family mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, I'll have conversations off to the side with them saying, hey, you want me to go ahead and auto draw for you or you can just shoot me what you want for the next three weeks. You know what I'm saying? And I'll accept it. So, I mean, there's, I'm not going to take the real world out of this by any means, but because it's all meant just to be fun. Right. But there's going to be some real, real life shit that happens at times that we'll, we'll talk about. We'll get straightened out, but it's all about, it's more about the camaraderie and the talking shit than it is about the $50. Yeah. And and the prize money. Right. So. Yeah, I mean, I love the camaraderie part of it because there's people in here that I don't even know that... And that's my goal is to get, it, is... get it towards the beginning, whether it's the beginning of the fantasy season or the end of the fantasy season. I'd like to get everybody in this fantasy league that was able to and on board with it to meet up at a Hooters or a B-Dubs or something like that and have some beers and watch the final race or watch the first race and and uh just sit and have a good time get to know each other because whether you're a gambler or you're a nascar fan or both we've all got something in common yeah so yeah and it's a good time and you get to meet some people you get to meet some other nascar and there's men women i mean everything in this you know yeah it's uh yeah we don't discriminate you know we don't discriminate we'll make fun of everybody yeah so but if you're out there and you're listening and you'd like to give this a shot, you know, um, go to ridingthewall.com. We have a place on there where you can, you know, you can fill out your information. If you want to get in this, we'll get a hold of you and say, hey, yeah, come on in. Um, I know Eric is already wanting to get in this for next year. I know I've heard through the grapevine there's probably one or two that are already in it that don't want to be in it next year. Right. Um, so, you know, if people will come and go. You always have Absolutely. that. But uh, we want to try to... Try and beef this thing up. Try and make it uh... worldwide. Yeah, <laughs> prestige worldwide. Both and hoes, baby. <laughs> but that's that's you know I wanted to I wanted to put that out there because I want to promote this this league throughout the off season and see if we can get some more people in that because. I love it, you know. I mean, yeah. I didn't know what fantasy NASCAR was until a few years ago, and then, right. you know, and there's different ways of playing it. But um, I think it's, I think it's fun. I like this it's, format. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just because it's so simple. Yeah, so simple, but yet it's so competitive at the, the same there's, time. I've looked at other leagues and stuff like that, and there's leagues where you pick two drivers at the beginning of the year, and you draw for them or something like that, and whoever finishes best, you get that one's points or or something like that it just seems like a lot of a lot of work and i'm not putting those leagues down because they work for the people in those leagues Mm -hmm. but this is just so 
simple. Yeah. You you can make as much of it or as little of it as you want to. Right. You know? I mean, really you can. Mm-hmm. So And like I said, it's it's so simple, but it's so competitive at the same time. Yeah. You know? And that's what I like. You feel like you're one of these drivers out there. Yeah, because <laughs> I'm a Kyle Busch and a Kyle Larson fan, and if my if those guys are up front and and whoever I picked in this fantasy you might league have took is a in Ford the top, guy. yes, you know, and I'm rooting for that guy now, and it's like I would have never thought taking this fantasy out of it, I would have never rooted for this person. Well, and but, Scott Scotty, who's up in first place right now, two hmm. years ago he was not a NASCAR fan. He didn't know know nothing about it. He didn't care about it, you know, and he was that guy that he asked me, he's like, hey, I'm going to do a fantasy football league Mm -hmm. this year. Would you, would you be in it? And I said, I will, but on one condition, when I start fantasy NASCAR back up, you got to get in it. Mm -hmm. NASCAR's stupid. You just go fast (laughs) and turn left. Okay. Well, I'll get in the fantasy football league with you if you get in the fantasy NASCAR. Mm-hmm. And I'll be damned. I mean, Scotty's watching every race every week. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, he's. A, I, I, I'd say he is a fan now. He's a good fan. He's yeah. the kind of fan you want. Well, I went over to his house and we was watching Daytona together, and uh, he knew what he was talking about. So yeah. I mean, he's he's paying attention. He's to embraced sport. it. Yeah, you know, and and, and that's, that's it. It is more than going fast and turning left. Yeah, you know. So it's <laughs> yeah. it's a, uh, but that's that's what I enjoy about it is. Even if you're like, there's a few people in this league that are gamblers. Mm-hmm. They they don't they didn't care about NASCAR. They're gamblers. Um, but when you got skin in the game and you watch a NASCAR race to see see your skin in the game, you become a NASCAR fan, and that's what we're mm-hmm. trying to build here. Is I couldn't give two shits about the fifty dollars prize money and all that. Right. Not yet. Not till we get up and earn the big money, mm-hmm. you know. But I care about making NASCAR fans. So yeah, and 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 we're doing it. Yeah. You're doing it. So I had with with what you just said right there, I could care less about the fifty dollars. With this Talladega, I'm going to tell you how my Talladega went. Okay, I was I was right there because I picked Kislowski. I almost picked Blaney. And I was thinking, yeah, as I'm watching this race, you know, Blaney wins the first stage. I'm like, well, I almost picked him. Okay, it's just the first stage. Brad right? won the second one. Brad wins the second one. I'm thinking, all right, there's my boy. He's coming. He's got a strong car. He's going to win this thing. These are two I'm Fords that he's feeling, cheering for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling really good about this. And uh, he said, and then and then that wreck happened that Kozlowski got taken out of. And I, I was so mad. I was... Your emotions, man. Your emotions yes. change so easily during these races. And that's not just based off your... Like, you're a Kyle Larson fan, but you wasn't paying attention to Kyle Larson at all during no, this race. not at all. You know, but you were still hoping he did good. Mm-hmm. But you also got skin in the game because you want Brad Kozlowski to do good. Yeah. So when Kozlowski wrecks, <clears throat> I was mad. I was so mad. I mean, I folded my arms, and I just had that face. and And Jess... 36 races out of the year, you couldn't care less how Brad Kozlowski Exactly. Does. You know, <laughs> if, he, if he wrecks, I'm like, well, who cares? You know, he's, but uh, but on this particular time, I I had some skin in the game, yeah. and it, it just pissed me off. Yeah. And I'm watching, like, H.R. Scotty 
he's he picked Logano, and I'm watching Logano turning laps after Keselowski was out, and it just made me mad. Right, because furious. right because not only are you cheering for the people that you pick, you're rooting against the people that got picked around you in yes. the fantasy standings. Right, you know. So I mean, and that's what makes it so much fun is you're you're rooting or rooting against everybody on that track. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. Exactly. You're, it ain't just <laughs> you're rooting for one guy anymore. You know, used ten years ago when I watched a race, I'd be like, "Oh, where's Carl Edwards at? Yeah, where's Smoke at? You know." And if he wasn't doing very good, flip it to something else. You yeah. know. But now you've got skin in all thirty-eight drivers. Mm-hmm. So even if your driver's out, you're still watching to make sure that that guy that's right above you in this, it, maybe he gets taken out. You know. And and I thought for sure as soon as I seen Kozlowski in that wreck, I thought, well, psh, there I win. I just went from third place to fifteenth place just like that with a thirty third place finish or thirty second after Harvick, but didn't know that. But at the like time, just but. like this week at Talladega, you and I both had Brad Kozlowski picked. Mm-hmm. We we both got a thirty third. Logano was still running the race when that went out. Yeah. And lo and behold, forty five minutes later, Logano's in twenty fifth. You yeah. know, so I mean. Logano only got eight points on you, whereas to if Logano would have won the race, he'd have gained thirty three points on you. He'd be running away with this thing right now. Yeah. So you still watch the people that got picked around your position in the fantasy league. So. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I was what I was doing at Talladega because I was so mad that Brad went out. I was just I was pissed because everybody you, around Hoskevar. me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, I was mad as yeah, hell. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say it because I said it like 30 times Sunday. And then I'm watching all these people around me are still in the race, and it's just, I'm just, I could spit nails right now, you know. And then as the race goes on, like you said, these guys start falling towards the back, and then it turns out it's not as bad as I thought it was. But I was still pretty mad there for a yeah. while. I, I was, was so mad that Jess didn't even talk to me. Because her guy ended up winning the race. Her pick won the race. And all I could do was be like, good job. You know, you won the race. Good job. I almost <laughs> I'm picked still that. mad. <laughs> I almost picked that guy. <laughs> so, and I was so mad because I almost picked him. And then the guy that I ended up picking ended it's, up finishing it's third. That, third it's so that it's, simple, though. I mean, one little. It's a roller coaster of emotion. It is. But it's a great roller coaster. It is. It's yeah. fun. I mean, and now I'm. I'm on damage control. See what I can do, but yeah. But I don't know. the The points are close. It's going to be good. I mean, any of the twenty six could win this thing. Yeah. And we're down to five races, so. And that's what makes it so great. Right. So, if you're out there listening and you want to get in on this, go to ridingthewall.com, fill out some information. We'll get you in there. Yeah. It ain't no credit card, debit card. No, no bullshit like that. You know, it's just, hey, mail us the money and you're in and... 100% payout. Yeah, yeah. We don't keep nothing for ourselves. Nope. It's not about the money. It's fun. Definitely yeah. fun. Um, but that's all, that's about all I've got to yeah. talk about for this week. Um, the yeah. Roval's going to be interesting. It's a bubble race. You know what? I mean, going back to, you know, I picked a certain amount of Ford wins here in the chase. Yeah. But... You're a few off of that. I am. Yeah. But as long as, like, we got Chevy at 15 wins for the year. We got mm-hmm. Toyota at nine. And we got Ford at seven. As long as Ford beats Toyota, 
I'm okay. But I've picked, I need five more Ford wins to finish this year off. Just to give me the... Well, you need four. I, I want five. Oh, you want five. Yeah, wow. I want five. <laughs> I only need four. But okay. I, I hold my Ford guys to a certain level. Right. You know what I'm you. saying? So, so you want you want all the next races to be yeah, Ford. Absolutely. That's not going to happen because I can tell you right now, Vegas is a Chevy track. Everything's Homestead. a Chevy track, right? <laughs> Homestead's a Chevy track. <laughs> Martinsville's a Chevy track. No. So, yeah. No. I mean. I have none. But I'll just go ahead and say, as long as Ford Ford's at seven, Toyota's at nine for the year, it's impossible for Ford to catch Chevy right now. Right. So, I just need Ford to get in front of Toyota, and I think we got that. You think so? I think so. What was the last Toyota win? Uh, was it was it Reddick at Kansas? Yep. Vegas is a lot like Kansas. No, but that's Lugano. Lugano's you got. Think so? Lugano? Lugano's got Vegas wrapped up. Is that who you're picking? Yep. Uh oh, I'm gonna stay. Well, away. we'll we'll see. I'm gonna stay away from the guy. We'll, we'll see how my we'll <laughs> see how Vegas. my luck changes this week. I got you. So okay, yeah, we'll do that. But you only need four to match your big, um, your big prediction as far as the Ford wins. What is that? Okay, there we go. We had some technical difficulties there. You only need four to match your big prediction as far as. Ford winning, right. but I expect you said five. five out of ten. I expect five. That's gonna be tough. I don't okay. think that's gonna happen. I think you might pick up a couple, maybe. I think we got this. But I would like to see Ford get more Toyota. than Toyota, right? Yes. And that's what I expect. I expect nothing less than that. So you need three. I'm glad Toyota's in the series. I will say that. I'm glad they're in the series. I would like to see Dodge back in the series. You know what I'm saying? I'd love to see four manufacturers. I'd like to see five manufacturers just for the sport. Right. But it is what it is right now. So Ford Ford could possibly get three. They could get one at Phoenix. Ford will get one at Phoenix. Ford will get one at Vegas. Easy and Ford now. will Easy. get one at the Rebel. No, I don't now you're talking crazy. I think Phoenix Phoenix is possible. Martinsville is possible. Homestead is possible. I don't think it's possible at the Roval or Vegas. I, just, I don't okay. think it's going to happen. Well, I won't say it's not possible at the Roval. It is possible. But it's just not going to happen. They could get three. I don't think it's going to Gosh, <laughs> I don't know, man. No, no, you got to separate I mean, NASCAR it's, it's from fantasy. That's right. the difference here. Right. Vegas is going to go to a Chevy. Think so? Yeah. Okay. Vegas is going to help. A Chevy is going to win at Vegas. I think a Chevy is going to win at Phoenix. It wouldn't bother me to see Kyle Busch win at Phoenix. Possible. I don't see it happening with the year that he's had. Even though I, I said it early on in the year, he's going to win it. I think I mean, just the way he's, he's going right now. He's wins right now. Yeah, he's, he's he's not bad off. He's he's just in a point where he needs to be at a place where he doesn't have to win to move on. 
once he gets in the desperation mode, he's I think clutch. it's kind of over. He's clutch. Nah, he nah, is. I mean, not. look at him when he broke his leg that year. You know, he comes out and wins like freaking three races in a row after he, after he was out half the season with a broken leg. That mm-hmm. motherfucker's clutch. I mean, he's he's not. You look at Chase Elliott and Alex Bowman and Kurt Busch, these guys, uh, Dale Jr., even when he went out with his concussion. You look at these guys in the past five years that have went out with injuries and they come out and they just it, it they're not the same and you look at kyle bush breaks his leg first what couple weeks of the season mm-hmm. and in a race and he comes out and he's so far behind because he missed half the season he comes out and wins three races in a row i mean wins the championship that year you know and missed half the season that's insane this motherfucker's clutch and like I said, if, anybody, can be if, if anybody's going to win, if, if a Chevy wins, wins at Phoenix, it'll be Kyle Busch. He won't be anybody else. Mm, I don't know about that. You're thinking about, um, there's another Kyle on the, on the track. That, but it won't be him. You don't think so? No. If a Chevy wins crazy at Phoenix. crazy as hell. Here, here's your. <laughs> you crazy no, as hell. No, I, there's no you. way. I think Kyle Busch is just too far behind the eight ball right now. No. And and I'm not even talking about if he makes it to that round. You just think no matter what, no he's going to win. Now, I thought you were going to pick... This is not fantasy we're talking right. about, right? Okay. We're separating fantasy standings from what you think. There, There's a second Chevy that could possibly do it. I thought you were going to pick a Ford at Phoenix. I did. Okay. But that's what I'm saying. Who's your second Chevy? Byron. Yeah, I mean, with the year that Byron's having, he could win anywhere. He's, he's going to win Martinsville. I promise you that. But here, here's my here's my outlook. This is non-fantasy. Okay. Roval. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say Kyle Busch, Byron, or Busher. Vegas, Logano. Homestead, Kyle Larson. Martinsville, Byron, Phoenix, Kevin Harvick. I don't think Kevin Harvick's even in the conversation at Phoenix. He could win, and that's that's his best shot to do it now. I just think he's checked out and he don't care. He's done. Um, I think he's, I would love I to see him he, do it. He they look at this. They, <laughs> how long have they called him the clo- they call him the closer for twenty years now? Right, because he puts his stamp on his exit. Mm-hmm. That is his biggest exit. That's his biggest exit, but I don't think he's going to do it. I hope I'm. I hope he proves me wrong. He will. I think I. I, w- I would he's be gonna okay go with that. He's going to go out there and put on a seminar on how to run Vegas. <clears throat> he didn't in the spring because he was still yeah. taking it all in. Yeah. So is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. He's going to go out there. You'll see. Everybody will see. Kevin Harvick, Phoenix, go ahead and write it down. I think you're going to see a lot of uh, Larson picks at Vegas. Wouldn't surprise me, but they're a little mature. They're a little premature. A little premature. Yeah, he'll gotcha. he'll win at Homestead. I don't know. It, could, it it's going to be interesting, very interesting. 
I've got a handful of guys for each one of them tracks. Yep. You know, me too. <laughs> and that's and then, the problem. I'm but that's just it. it that's, a, that's just it. I'm not talking. Fa- I'm not talking fantasy. Right. You're not talking fantasy. Roval. No. Chase Elliott. Uh, Kyle Busch. I wouldn't even be surprised if a Joey Logano was up there. Right. You know, a Christopher Bell could be up there at the Roval. Chastain. Really. Reddick is, is definitely going to be up there towards the front, I do believe. I mean, you got to throw McDowell in there. Yeah. Hamlin. Yeah. Uh, Hamlin. Maybe. I, I mean, Chase Briscoe, maybe. Yeah. It's possible. Vegas. I'm looking at people like Kyle Busch, um, Larson, Byron. Lugano. I'm telling you, he's really going to pull it out. I'm telling you. Do we need Even true Do we need to write that on the board? You can. Logano at Homestead? Or no, Logano at Vegas? Yeah. You can write it down. Chastain might do decent at Vegas. You know? I'll tell you what, the Toyotas really do good on the mile and a half. So, Reddick, Bubba. Hamlet. One thing One thing we didn't it's talk about. So many. So many. Was, and, and we'll talk more about it next week. We'll just go ahead and mention it. But Iowa... Motor Speedway has been added to the 2024 schedule. Yes. Haven't done a Monster Cup race there this year. No. That is a... Less than a mile, ain't it? Yeah, it's a .875. Okay. So, and Rusty Wallace is part owner of this track. So, they've had it, They've had some uh, lower level racing series races there. Mm-hmm. And it's proven to be a pretty good track. So drivers seem to love it. Right. So I'll be excited to see that in 2024, but we can talk more about that next week. Yeah. I mean, while we were on the air here, it, uh, I looked at NASCAR.com and I seen that the, the new schedule is out. I yeah. haven't had a chance to look through it to see what's, that's something we're going to do over the next week. So we can plan out our, <clears throat> plan out our visits yeah. for next year. Definitely. So I don't, I, mean, I don't know what's going off the schedule that Iowa is replacing. I don't know yet. Um, we got to let our fans know where yeah. riding the wall where is going to be. be at. So, oh yeah. So that's what I'm going to do this week is look over that schedule. We're going to circle the ones that we might hit up next year. Yeah. Because I definitely would like to get Talladega, Bristol, and maybe another one. Darlington. Darlington. Martinsville. Yeah. I mean, we got a bunch of. We got a few. Yeah. Brickyard, maybe. I don't know. I mean. North Wilkesboro. Yeah. All stars. Who knows? We might right. uh, we might be at quite a few races next year, but I don't know. We'll see. That's that's the homework for this week. Look over this schedule, comb through it, see what we got, see what we like, see what we don't like. Um, but for right now, my focus is beating HR Scotty. So that's that's everybody's focus right now. There's 25 last, people trying to beat him right now. So somebody's going to do it. It might as well be me. The only the only person that's Who's the only person patting HR Scotty on the back right now? Because he's in first. Bubba? Yep. So, I mean, you got 25 people behind him trying to catch him, trying right. to beat him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He's in first place. So, you know, I mean, Bubba found out three weeks ago that his biggest fan is, well, he wasn't leading the fantasy points not at the time. Not at the time, no, not at the so, time. So, Bubba's biggest fan is... Right there in first place right now. Yeah. That's Bubba's only... I'm sure he's keeping track of him. Oh, I'm sure of it. So. Well, I want to play the uh, 
dream shatterer or whatever you want to call it. I, I just yeah. want to take all that, knock it down. Okay. I'm going to knock it down. So you're going to just throw it all out the window. To beat Scotty. Knock it yeah. all down. Yeah. yeah. To beat Scotty. So. I want to I want to crush the dream, dream of Scotty. Crusher. Yeah, dream crusher. Scotty and Bubba, same time. Knock it down. Gotcha. And I don't even care if I win this. I don't you have just to win. Beat I just want to beat Scotty. That's it. Right. Because I want to hear Scotty well, say. Well, Scotty's kicking my ass right now. So, there's well you and between Scotty. me and Scotty, there's a little bit, little bit still going on. Yeah. Of of one of us has to say the other one is the man, and that right. that is. I've the already big, said it because I'm out of the game. Yeah, but I think what you and Scotty ought to do. It's a pride thing. You know? you know, like I think what you and HR Scotty ought to do is, whoever, whoever finishes. Ahead of the other, the other one should have to take a picture with the rival fantasy member's favorite driver shirt on. Oh, that's tough, man. So, like, you I know, I thought it was tough enough. Just like say the Scott, other like if you beat Scott, you sh- he should have to take a picture with the Kyle Larson shirt on. If if Scott beats you, you should have to take a picture of the Bubba Wallace shirt on. You know, uh, so. Uh... Let me think on that. Okay. <laughs> well, HR, HR, you heard me put it out there, so you get a hold of you get a hold of Chad this week and let him know what you think. So let me let me think about it because I don't think for him to put on a a Kyle Larson shirt would not be too bad. It would it bother him just for the fact of because it's me because it's you yeah. But putting on a Bubba Wallace shirt would really that would hurt yeah. you know that would hurt. So I don't know. I'll think about that. Me and HR, we might discuss you that. You guys talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But so that's, that's about all I got for this week. What that's about you? It. Let's that's wrap it. it up. All right. So, so we'll be back next week with some Rubble news. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to Vegas. See who got cut out of this bubble. See whose bubble got popped. And Won't be Bubble Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. So we'll uh-huh. talk to you next week. Have a safe week. Um, take somebody new to the track if you're going to the track. So Right in the face. That's right.